welcome to this bonus episode of Worst Best Sellers, where we take a fabulous road trip to spend a weekend at Nora Roberts' Bed and Breakfast in Boonesboro, Maryland. So you don't have to. But, but we, you should. You should. Uh, I'm Kate. I'm Renata. And we have with us today in this bonus episode of Worst Best Sellers, our resident Nora Roberts expert, Christine. Hello. Hello. And also our uh, excellent guest who doesn't know a lot about Nora Roberts, but is married to our Nora Roberts expert, Nicole. Hey. I'm very glad I got to tag along on this trip because it's great. Yes. And don't worry, this isn't going to be a full episode. It's it's just a little episode. As a treat. Yes. <laughs> and a moose booch. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, as per our Patreon goal... We are here in Boonesboro, Maryland, where we are at in Boonesboro, the bed and breakfast that Nora Roberts and her husband own in the town of Boonesboro, which is also the subject of the In Boonesboro trilogy that she has written. And it's fucking awesome. Yeah, which (laughs) in linear time, as we understand it, you may have already listened to the episode we recorded before going to the inn. About the the book, The Next Always. Is that the title? That's the title. Yes. There's The Next Always and The Last Boyfriend, and I keep wanting to be like, The Next Last <laughs> Worst <Always> Boyfriend. boyfriend. <laughs> so, yeah, we got some tips from the... Um, Romancing the Shelf Girlies, Heidi yes. and Emily. And we, last night, we arrived. Renata and I actually, Thursday night, we drove down to New Jersey to split our trip in half and then uh we left new jersey and arrived here about 4 30 in the evening and we were greeted by the innkeeper and shown around and it is fucking just like it is in the book it's, yes yes by the way one important thing that happened in new jersey was i did get to meet kate's parents cat and i just want to i just feel like the podcast listeners didn't deserve to have that detail skipped over oh i'm, I'm very I'm, sorry i met rosie the cat and she is very soft and sleepy and that was just a really great start to the trip <laughs> um and then it got even better if you can believe that yeah uh the inn is gorgeous it's uh, i think we had said on the podcast with heidi and emily that like normally you know i've stayed at a couple b&bs usually we don't tend to like we're not big travel accommodation spenders. Um, so this is a little pricey, but the amount that it includes, like every night there's a charcuterie board and wine available for free for the guests. There's a little fridge with free soda and water available at all times. There's coffee and tea and hot chocolate available at all times. And you're probably like, oh, it's just some like cheap regular tea. I was going to say, talk about how they're custom blends each room. In fact, (laughs) it's, yeah, each room. So as we discussed in the book and as is mentioned in the book, each of the inn's eight rooms has a bespoke scent blend and then a flavor profile of tea that matches it. So like... Marguerite and Percy, the room that we're in, our custom scent is pomegranate, which I love. And then I haven't tried our custom tea yet, but you had it, right? I had it, yeah. I had it. It was dark pomegranate tea, and it is a black tea with pomegranate flavoring. And it was delicious. I put a little bit of honey in it, but not even any milk. Um, Largely because I had almond milk, which was the non-dairy milk provider, and... I didn't want to add that almond flavor to it, um, but it was delicious. I normally put a little milk in my black tea, but it was perfect with just the honey. Without it, I have to try every tea brand while we're here. Yeah, so they we gotta we gotta so get busy drinking. <laughs> yeah, um, there's cookies and scones available for snacking whenever vegan and non-vegan. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, in the book, um, they talk about how, like, oh, we don't want to nickel and dime the guests, like, once they're here. And that is true. Like, because, you know, I've been at places where certainly there's the little marketplace and you can spend, you know, $4 for a single bottle of soda or whatever. But that is not the case here. It is $0 because we already paid $0. (laughs) (laughs) And it's just, it's beautiful. The rooms are beautiful. The inn is beautiful. I'm not, and I actually don't know if this has ever come up on the podcast before, but I'm very sensitive to smells 
and to like lotions and things so i tend to be like fully scent free i don't burn scented candles i don't use scented products on my body except for my hair um but like the the like this is like for real like this is not like your fucking you know bath and body work whatever not there's anything wrong with that but the way those scents are put together they're so overpowering but i feel like you know this is higher class products because the scent doesn't bother me mm-hmm. i was a little worried about that because i like i knew from the books that you know the best smoke sense was a part of the experience yeah. um and i was okay. glad that we were in the marguerite and percy room because usually like fruity scents don't like pomegranate isn't a scent that normally bothers me so i was like yeah okay that'll be good um but yeah like they're 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 well put together scents so they have not been bothering me um what else what else Um, well and then in the main like you know public guest bathroom off of the lobby it's they have honeysuckle scented products there which is what the ghost in the book smells like (laughs) and so that i went and used that bathroom first because i have to pee a lot not to brag (laughs) (laughs) and i came back and i was i tried to play a joke on them and i like because I put a bunch of honeysuckle lotion and I was like wafting. I was like, do you guys smell the ghost? And they were all like, no, what are you talking about? <laughs> but, but then I, we, we smelled our hands. delicious. And we were like, ah, yes, the ghost is here. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that, Renata. I just didn't know what the scent of honeysuckle was. So and I, was I like, haven't read the book, so I didn't know what you're yeah, talking about. Yeah, I gave you all the clues. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Policeman. <laughs> Uh, and we're recording this, so we're staying in Marguerite and Percy, but um, Nicole and Christine are staying in the Even Rourke room, which is incredible. And that room is, uh, it's lavender and patchouli, so we're recording this from a patchouli cloud that's, you know, it's giving upscale frat house. <laughs> <laughs> it's giving bougie hippies. That's fair. It also has a very modern bathroom with a very nice soaking tub which is great this and a very amazing. nice toilet like yes. they talk about the toilet in the in the book and they are not wrong it is great <laughs> heated toilet seat for the win yeah it's great yeah all these bidet attachments front back dryer it's so it's so nice although the toilet seat does sense you coming and open up for you which does i a person who is dead inside and isn't scared by horror movies but is scared by the toaster on a regular basis i did startle audibly when i walked towards the toilet and the toilet seat opened yeah i was a little scared of this bathroom and then i wasn't expecting the sink to I didn't expect the water to come up from where the water came out. Yeah, Yeah, it's a very uh, modern, or even futuristic, because of the the room, like, faucet. It is a waterfall faucet, but it's a little different than... Yeah, it's from higher than... Yeah, yeah, the theme of the bathroom is jump scare. (laughs) (laughs) And they nailed it. They nailed it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Also, I think all the rooms, right, have the heated floor and the heated towel rack. Yeah. Just saying worth worth it that yeah. alone was worth the price especially we're here during this like notorious east coast cold snap um and so you know under normal conditions i think I'm like oh that's that's fun that's not a nice little thing and now i'm like wrap me in this warm towel <laughs> baby. Like, let me live in the bathroom floor oh my god and the robes the bathroom oh are so they're nice. so nice yes. listen the towels are real nice like yeah. you always hear about hotel towels being luxurious and fluffy and then you get them and like they're not really but these are yeah legit you know and the sheets are so soft yeah. and i have like pretty nice sheets at home like usually when i come home from a hotel like my sheets are nicer Again, not to brag. They are from JCPenney. <laughs> but they are the top sheets recommended by the wire cutter. Uh, this is not a promo for sheets, but if it were, the JCPenney sheets with the wire cutter recommended are so good. But not as good as the In Boonesboro sheets. Yeah. <laughs> and then there's also on the foot of each bed a knitted throw that is so soft that matches the color scheme of the room. I'm petting it right now. Yeah. <laughs> it's not weird at all. <laughs> I have to sleep yeah. on this bed later. <laughs> yeah. Like, the the level of detail in the rooms, the, like, art that's chosen, the, um, the furniture, everything is, and, like, obviously, like, that's their thing. Um, you know, we always joke when we're talking about the Nora books about, like, how, you know, carpentry and home renovation is, like, a big 
is featured almost as much as like the sex scenes. The sex scenes. Yeah, I would say more. More, yeah. <laughs> Especially in this trilogy. Um, and I mentioned this, I think, in the episode we recorded about the first book that when I first started to listen to the first book, I was like Googling around for like reviews. And the first one that popped up was someone saying, like, this felt like an advertisement for In Boonesboro. And I did not appreciate that. Whereas, like, I was so sucked in by all of the like you know we're gonna do this molding and we're gonna do these light fixtures and now that i'm here i'm like yeah they did (laughs) did. (laughs) um but yeah last night oh my god we haven't even gotten to the tarot reading so we oh my god get the tarot reading yeah Yeah. so there were you know when you book the room there are all these different packages you can add that's a ghost (laughs) sorry we just had a visitation from the ghost yeah (laughs) <laughs> Lizzie, Lizzie the ghost is a guest on this podcast. Uh, hey girl. Um, it does smell like honeysuckle. Uh, so you could add all these packages and a lot of them are aimed at like couples and it's like get a bottle of champagne, get roses, get whatever. But you could um, add a tarot card reading to your stay. And so we were like, yeah, that's the vibe. Yeah. <laughs> um, and we were right. Yes. It was fantastic. This woman named Suze came um, she is great, and the notes will put a link to her. She had some sort of link on her business cards, right? Yeah, and she wrote a book about Greek mythology. Yes. Or a retelling of a Greek myth. So we'll find that, and we'll link it, too. Um, she came in, she's just, like... Like, she was wearing, like, a purple velvet gown. Perfect. And a yeah. bunch of gems, and her hair was purple, and it was just, like, yes. Yeah, like, we immediately were, like, yes, like, this is the vibe we want it. She was so funny. She, like, spent time, like, chatting with us and, like, immediately picked up our vibe and immediately, like, got our sense of humor. (laughs) Some of us more than others. (laughs) Why are you looking at me? (laughs) Christine was her favorite. Absolutely. Um, And, you know, like, I, I feel like, like, I've had friends pull tarot for me before. I've paid some folks to pull tarot for me before. Um... You know, a friend of the show, Danielle, has done readings for me, and I know that we've promoted... Yeah, shout um, out to her website, Hello World Tarot. Yeah. Uh, and she's... And I've had great sessions with her, and I've had great sessions with other friends. And this, you know, I, I tend to look at tarot as sort of something that kind of connects with what's on your mind and helps you, you know, that, that it sort of helps you focus on you know, what's on your mind and what the problems are with it and what you need to do to fix it and, like, you know, what your aspirations should be from this. And, I mean, she read she read me, like, a cheap paperback, friends. <laughs> like, it, it, really, it really helped kind of focus down on some issues that I was having, um, you know, and it just, like, it felt like she just really was interested in what was bothering me and, you know, in trying to help me figure out what I needed to do next. And she's got, Kate's got a love interest coming in summer, so everybody keep an eye out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for the update. She, like, I've had a couple of tarot card readings done um, in in Salem, Massachusetts, which is, like, you know, it's always a, a witchy, touristy vibe. And they're, they've been much more, you know, they've been fun, and I like doing it, but it's much more kind of in and out. Um, but also, so I don't know a lot about the cards or anything. I'm just like, this is kind of fun. And so she did my reading and she pulled over a card and she like gasped and was shocked. And then she told everyone it's the tower reverse. And then they, these three bitches were all like, <gasps> what? What? That, that is actually, she's not, she's not even a <laughs> so we did literally do that. And but then, also to clarify, it is, they, the layout was the Celtic cross layout, and this was the first card, which is like the foundation card of the reading, so that was the other reason. It was like, that seems bad. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I felt very, I was saying um, that Arthur meme where DW was like, this sign doesn't affect me, because I can't read. And I was just like, oh, okay. <laughs> good time it was very good times yeah i mean it was definitely worth the time and you know not to be gauche but the money mm-hmm. i mean yeah. she was with so we we went in as a group so we could heckle each other's readings yeah, yeah. but we had individual readings and she, i mean 
I think we spent like she two spent hours. a lot of time. Yeah, with, yeah. Like, yeah. It was. She really did take her time. She really did get to know us. She was re- like, I think Kate. I don't remember if you said this, but I know you said it that night where it was almost like we were with a friend. Yeah, yeah. Like, she really put in the time and effort, and it was just great. Um, and then I had. I'm like a very you know Dana Scully skeptic about like ghosts and spirituality and things like that like everyone do your thing I'm not going to judge anybody else but for me I like but also the Fox Mulder like I want to believe but I have like that skeptic in me mm-hmm. and I have to tell you I had like a very statistically improbable reading <laughs> with, with a random draw I pulled like 70% major arcana anyone knows anything about and then like 90% positive vibes. So I'm just like, statistically speaking, that has to be pretty unlikely. <laughs> so now I'm like, do I believe? <laughs> I don't know. I'm still waiting. So supposedly there's also a ghost cat at the inn and I'm hoping to have an encounter yeah. with the ghost cat. And if that also happens on this trip, then I'm going fully into Fox Mulder territory and I just like 100% believe in all this stuff. <laughs> I'm going full Scully because I'm unaffected by the Tower of <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, right now. We'll yeah. see. Just yeah, wait. that's true. Check in with yeah. Renata next year. And we'll yeah, see. well, <laughs> I'll be a season five scholar or whatever. Yeah. And it, it was interesting too. And like, I know that a lot of terror sometimes can be confirmation bias, which is why it, you know, works and helps you because, you know, of course the thing that you're thinking about, if the cards, you know, reflect it, then that's really just a sign that internally you need to work on that. Um, but Nicole's reading was just it was very, very good. It was very in line with like life changes she had made recently. And, it, you know, it, it was, it was a, not only was it a good reading, but it was a good reading that seemed like it, it matched like the journey that she had been on in the past couple years. Yeah. So. It was nice. Yeah. Christine. Yeah. The spirits were less helpful for me because I was sort of, my question had to do with sort of making the decision, sort of trying to, and they were less helpful there being basically like, you can really choose either of these things and it'll probably be fine. And I'm like, cool. She she got the meme of both are good. Yeah, <laughs> I, love both. <laughs> I do also think I don't know if your listeners care that much, but like Renata and I didn't go in with a specific question or anything. We just had a general reading done, so we both had the same layout. And then Christine and Kate each had like a more specific yeah. area or question that they were kind of looking for clarity on. So. Um, it yeah. definitely gave some different vibes for the different readings. Yeah. yeah. Christine was the two trees and Kate was break free. And I kept making Ariana Grande jokes that no one appreciated. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. And it was, it's interesting too, not to like turn this into like, let's talk about Christine's life. But one of the things that I do think was interesting about the reading is that you, because like both paths like seem to be like, you know, actually, like, maybe both of either way would work out. And that does feel very in line with your, like, I'm great and any decision I make is great. <laughs> That's fair. That's yeah. true. With her cult leader vibes. Yes. <laughs> any decision I make is the right decision. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it was it was just, like, it was two hours and it didn't feel like two hours because it was just I know. I couldn't believe it. Because when we started, I was like, well, when we finish, it'll be too early for dinner, probably. But it was not. Yeah. And then at the end, she pulled extra cards for us. She asked all of us if we had anything else that we wanted to pull about. So, like... And then she she pulled, I had a question, so she pulled an extra card for me, and then, well, I pulled a card and she, you know, read it, how tarot works, but um, she did a whole extra mini reading for Christine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was wild. Yeah. Highly, highly recommend. Yeah, yeah she was, was so great. It was a great the vibes were fun. Our first yeah. Night. yeah. Yeah, we also, we went to the wine and cheese hour and had, like, Obviously. you know, some nice charcuterie, and for me, a child some white wine because red wine gives me a headache um and children shouldn't have white wine yeah that's yeah. true or any wine and we had dinner children can have rosé as a treat yeah. at a pub that was awesome it was so. really good yeah that was um that was dan's that heidi and emily said they ate like all their meals at that weren't breakfast yeah so. terrific terrific food yeah would go back might go back. Probably will go yeah. back. Because um, it's right there. Yeah. yeah. It's like literally there. steps across and the And it's area. also so cold out, so it's also convenient. Yeah. Yeah. Food, which is exactly what I want. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just like Haven, the innkeeper, was so nice when we checked in. Um, you know, every, everything about it's been really great. Like, I'm already like, oh, I can't believe we have to leave soon. I know. I know. The, only, the only bummer. <laughs> the second bummer is that... For us as millennials, they're like no one is at the desk. It's like call call our personal cell phone, call the innkeeper, and she's always here if you need anything. And I'm like, 
I don't want to call you. <laughs> and I know it's your job, but like, I don't want to bother you. But I do have a question. <laughs> that I, yeah. Let's get the terror reader to come back, and then I can be like, where are the towels? <laughs> I used all the towels because I flooded the bathroom <laughs> with our. Oh my god, the shower though? Okay. Did you use all the jets? Yes. Okay. And we it, haven't okay. tried our shower yet. Okay, so the shower, so Margaret and Percy is the like ADA compliant room, so the shower is just like, you know, flat. It doesn't have a lip or whatever, because so you can get a wheelchair in there. And I'm sure there must be a trick to not flooding the whole bathroom when you use it, but I don't know what it is until I flooded the whole bathroom. <laughs> and I'm not going to call the innkeeper because I don't want to bother her about it. But... So I'm, like, taking my shower, and I'm, like, using the bespoke pomegranate products. I'm, like, yeah, this is a great shower. And I'm, like, halfway through it, and I'm, like, oh, yeah, there's all these other jets. And I was almost, like, I don't even know if I really need these because I'm just enjoying this regular shower. And then I turned them on, and I was, like, oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) It is, like, getting a massage from, like, a dolphin. Like... (laughs) Dolphin that you psychically connected with. Yes, yes, and it's like <laughs> it was so. And usually, like I'm a pretty quick shower. Like I'm kind of in and out. And, but I was just like, I want to be in here with my psychic dolphin all day. And that's why I need more towels because now there's water all over the floor. You also didn't say this, but I'm definitely imagining it as like a Lisa Frank. Yeah, seems like your vibes. Yes. <laughs> Don't, that's okay. Tonight I might take a bath in the soaking tub and then also shower because I want to. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. yeah. I have noticed that uh, Haven has mentioned this a couple times, and in the book they mention it too that people like leave their glasses and the innkeeper goes around and picks them up. But we've definitely been like, "Where's the sink that we can please put these dishes?" Yeah. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I yeah. I did because she came through and she's like, "Do you have any questions?" And I was like, "Oh, where can I put this?" And she was like, "I'll take it." And I'm like. But when you're not here, where do I put dirty glasses? And she was like, just anywhere. And I was like, I was not raised that way. <laughs> <laughs> I need uh, Mom is from the Midwest. She needs like Yeah. Do you actually here, let me where's the dishwasher? I'll just wash them myself because I don't want to bother you. <laughs> yeah, I this is this is so great. I'm I'm just very pleased by this. And I was even thinking when I was in Nicole and Christine's bathroom checking out all the like futuristic things. We were, we're part of her writing group, and I was like, "What if we did our next retreat here?" Which is it's way more expensive than usually what we would do for a retreat. But I definitely if you guys come back here without me, I'm gonna, I'm gonna join your writing group and just like tag <laughs> along fine. and be like, "That's what I'm doing on this." Yeah. Oh, yeah. Turn the favor. Yeah, right? So yeah. I feel like you have an open invitation because yeah. I already crashed your It's not a crash. Party. You were explicitly invited. Yeah, you could share a room with me. I don't okay. care. Great. I do need to be explicitly invited like a vampire, and you know that. You are welcome. <laughs> if we have a writing retreat here, Renata, we would like to invite you. Thanks. Would that be okay thank with you? I would. Thank you. There's a record. Other yes. people have heard this. Yes. Yeah. Yes. 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 Yeah, well, actually... No, we don't have six people. We need to get two more people, and we could have the whole place. Oh, my God. Yeah, actually, I'm sure we could find two more people. Oh, my God. Oh, maybe we could get a discount rate. We could could see what Heidi and Emily are up to. (laughs) Um, Yeah, then you can hang out with them while we're doing our deep-seated writing stuff. Yeah, because we're very serious. Yeah, you guys can have writing group, and we'll have reading group. Perfect. Let's do it. Oh, my God. We didn't even talk about the library. There's a library... It's Very got, cute. it's so cute. It's got a whole bunch of different books. It's got a little coffee station. It's got free whiskey. It's got free yeah. whiskey if you're uh, into that. Um, and it's like good stuff, I think. I don't know a ton about whiskey, but it's like Jameson or something. So. Yeah. I think she's in the clone. Oh, maybe. Oh. Ooh, maybe it's even fancier. I don't yeah. know. I don't know. I'm not a whiskey person. But no. They didn't chintz on it. Yeah, definitely. No, yeah. they have not chintzed on Yeah, not a single Anything. Yeah, it's just, it's, like, gorgeous here. We haven't even looked at any of the associated Nora properties that they own. Yeah, I think after we record this, yeah, we're going out in a little bookstore, gift shop, um, jaunt. Oh, my God, it's almost noon. And still plenty of time. Looking No, but but we have to leave in less than 24 hours. It's just a bummer. (laughs) That's the only bummer is we can't just stay here. Looking across the street out the window, we see the... In, the fit in Innsboro that they talk about the fitness center Not yeah that you go there because why would you yeah no don't it's exercise definitely there. on vacation yeah I mean well that's also where they have like spa treatments and stuff uh, so that was where we were Renata and I were gonna get massages but the 
um, massage person is out on Yeah, they had surgery. Yeah. So I, I'm sending them good vibes. I hope they feel better from whatever they happened. And then also when we come back for your writing group and my hangout group, yeah. we'll get massages then. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so we'll we'll check back in later tonight or tomorrow with some more updates about what we did this afternoon. But it's so great. And we're so happy to be here. And thank you for giving us your money for that. Yes. <laughs> it was truly well spent. We're yeah. <laughs> Listen, it was a Patreon goal, but it should really be a life goal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Ah. Bye. 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 For now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And we're back with day two. Well, day one continued and... Day. I don't know. Saturday. It's Sunday. <laughs> it is. It's it's Sunday now, but we're back to talk more about what we did on Saturday. Okay. Okay. That's yes. Um, Time is an illusion. Yes. It's so true. Um, so I think we, when we let off, we had just finished breakfast on Saturday. Um, and afterwards, we went across the street. There's a few little shops. There's two that are connected to the inn and Nora. And then another one that I really liked, <laughs> so it's just there. Um, and we did we did some shopping. Um, I bought my own ghost lotion, so I can smell like a ghost whenever I want to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The so in the books, um, they talk about that they're going to open a gift shop across the street from the inn and call it Gifts in Boonesboro, and showcase local artists and that is exactly what it is it's a little like local artist collective gift shop the uh, woman who's working the desk told us that over 200 local artists are featured in the gift shop and it it was as a person whose main hobby these days is going to art markets and flea markets like i fucking loved it yeah it was awesome yeah and she said that they're adding new artists all the time so pretty wild yeah there was like all different kinds of styles of things there were you know photographic prints and then like different styles of paintings and drawings there were all kinds of jewelry like clunky jewelry like delicate jewelry like kitschy mom jewelry kitschy weirdo jewelry uh, Cute tea towels, pottery, yeah. glassware, knives, knives. <laughs> some furniture. The knives were out. <laughs> they weren't actually. They were in a display case that you had asked to be unlocked. Um, <laughs> the knives were in uh, <laughs> Boonesboro. <laughs> Nora calls. Um, speaking of, there was this one print that I was really tempted by, and it was like. It was a print of, I th- I think a photo, maybe like a painting, uh, like a good painting of Nora Roberts' face, and then behind it was like a night sky, and it was like, it was kind of like Nora Roberts by way of Lisa Frank, and I was like, <laughs> hell yeah, love this. And then I flipped it over, and, and I do think artists should be compensated for their work, but it was $80, and I was like, that's too many dollars for this like silly art (laughs) and i say this as someone who is currently creating very silly art i think but not charging you my thought is that perhaps that's an original and you should no there were two of them oh so there were two they were smaller one and it was 50 each print was yes that's wild okay that's what i'm saying if it was a painting of nora roberts like sure no, these were prints, because there were definitely multiple of the same, and they were $80. That's wild. Yeah. By the way, Christine, we are actually charging for this art, but we're charging $3, which I think is reasonable. <laughs> I for sure would have paid $3 for that print. I would pay more than 3 but less than 80 <laughs> Yeah, it was a cute little store. It was much bigger than it looked from the outside. There were lots of little rooms and stuff. I think we're going back over there after we check out. Um, and they saw, like... As mentioned, all of the the inn has a bespoke tea flavor for each of the rooms. They sell the, those teas. They sell the lotions. They sell all of the inn Boonesboro stuff as well, including the bathrooms, which are amazing. So good. they're really good. And we're trying to convince Christine to buy one. Yeah, they also sell the throws, which are very soft. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a cute little store. Um, 
I I honestly liked it better than the bookstore, which is a very small bookstore. It's, yeah. Yeah. And it's um there's a whole room of just Nora books. Which goals. Yeah. yeah. And I think, you know, she signed stock there sometimes. You could buy it. They had a handful of signed copies of random books of hers. Yeah. Um, and it was, like, you know, because it had, like, a whole Nora room, it kind of made the collection even smaller. Yeah. Um, I was able to find, because I was kind of like, I do want to buy, like, I don't read a lot of books with my eyes these days, but I did want to, because we were here in... You know, it felt right yeah, to you buy want, a book. You want to support Our Lady Nora. She yeah. needs the money. <laughs> <laughs> um, we need to support the economy. So I was able to find one T. Kingfisher book that I was like, oh, okay, like, I know I have this on audio, and I it's one of those I haven't read yet, but, like, I know that I love her, and that, you know, so I can switch back and forth from the audio to the visual if I want to, um, so it won't, like, go to waste. Because that's the other thing, is I'm very conscious about buying books these days. Like, I don't like to buy a ton of books because I don't read them with my eyes. So they have to have, like, I have to have a reason for buying a book. So I, I was was basically able to find, like, one of the, like, maybe five books <laughs> that I would have actually spent money on. Um, but, it yeah, it was not a huge selection, but it was, it's cute. Yeah, it's cute. I bought a paperback Nora that I hadn't read before that Christine recommended to me. And similarly to Kate, I don't necessarily like to own a lot of books these days because I work in a library and I get books there all the time. But, um, you know, with a little paperback, it's like, I'll read it and then I can pass it on to a little free library or whatever. Oh, the cool thing at the bookstore, though, is um, they have a like jewelry display case. And I, I don't know if it's a local artist that makes the jewelry, but it's themed to some of Nora Roberts' books. Oh, yeah. So I'm not, I've not read as many Nora Roberts books as my wife or even Kate or Renata. Um, but yeah, that was cool to see because some of the jewelry was like, I know some of her series have like a specific logo or like symbol that's on the covers. And so some of the jewelry was like those symbols. And so that was kind of cool. Like, I feel like if you're a Nora Roberts fan, you can just to go and look at it. And the jewelry was nice and it's it was pretty reasonably priced, so I feel like if you're really into certain series and they have some of the themed jewelry, that was kind of a cute little feature yeah, that yeah. they had. If you want to wear Eve Dallas's uh, diamond-esque giant's tear necklace, you can get a <laughs> copy there at the bookstore. Yeah, so I thought that was neat. Yeah, I picked up a copy of our tarot cards reader's book, so they have oh, local nice. authors there as well, so I thought it was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um... Yeah, it was, it was a cute little place. Um, and then after that, did we hang or did we eat? I think we ate. Oh, yeah, we went to lunch and then we um, had our separate hang times. Yeah. We um, we went to lunch at Dan's again, which Emily and Heidi had told us like they basically ate all their meals there. The thing is, though, it's very good. It's very <laughs> good. It's not just that it's conveniently a two-second walk across the a very small street. It's also legitimately very good. Yeah. And it's reasonably priced. I was joking that I feel like I've truly become an East Coast bitch because they, um, Christine had asked to have a side salad instead of fries, and the waitress was, like, very apologetic. She was like... Just it's three dollars more for salad, but you know it's local lettuce. It's like local produce, and she was like trying to like preemptively soothe Christine for telling her it was three dollars, and I was just like, "It's only three dollars." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was just like, "Yeah, of course." Yeah. Um. um so yeah, we had we had lunch there, and then we came back over here, and Renata. Um, I went and had some me time because yeah. I I bundled up in the bed. And I finished reading um, one of the books that I brought. Um, it's True Biz by, I think the author's name is Emma Novick, but I forgot the last time I said so. I'm just going to fact check that real quick. Um, <laughs> and then I accidentally fell asleep for a nap I didn't mean to take because it was... So cozy. It was so cozy. Uh, it's Sarah Novick. It's not Emma Novick. Sarah Novick wrote True Biz, and it's a great book. Would recommend... Would also recommend taking an accidental nap in, in Boonesboro. Yes. <laughs> um, Nicole and I went to the library and I did some personal business that I needed to get on top of. We couldn't get the fireplace to work, which was a bummer, but the innkeeper came up and tried to help us and it wasn't us. <laughs> she also was like, oh no, I think this is busted. 
Um, but it is a very cute library. We might have talked about it a little bit yesterday, but um, yeah, it's just a, it's a nice place to just sit down and do some reading or some writing and chatting with your friends and you know whatever. Yeah, I took a purposeful nap and also highly, highly recommend taking a purposeful nap. And mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it was, I the I liked to, I was going through the library because when we first were wandering around like, oh, we want to like look at the library, we want to do this. Renata had pointed out that they had Purity, a worst bestseller. Um, by Jonathan Franzen. By Jonathan Franzen. Uh, you should listen to that episode because we did it with uh, Sophie and it's great. Um... But so then I was like, I wonder, and I noticed they had Redeeming Love, which was also a Worst Bestseller episode. So then I was like, I'm going to go through and look at all the, see if, how many Worst Bestsellers are here. And there was a surprising amount, and not, and I mostly say that because it was weird, like they had one of the James Patterson books that we did. There aren't a ton of James Patterson books in, in her library. There's like, I don't know maybe half a dozen, but one of them just happened to be one of the ones we did. They had the Michael Crichton book disclosure that we did, like, which is a random ass Michael Crichton book. Like there were just like a few books where I was like, wow, like what a weird coincidence that of all of the more well-known books by these authors, these are the ones that you happen to have. And then they also had, I think, aside of course from the In Boonsboro books, which were there on the shelves because we're here at In Boonsboro. Um, I think they had three or four of the Nora books that we did. Of all, and they only had like one shelf of her books. I think the message here is not that it's a coincidence, but that Nora Roberts is a secret worst bestsellers fan. <laughs> Fate, <laughs> or that we've harnessed the secret to bring these books here. Yeah, yeah Nora, I, I like my theory. Though. Yeah, Nora, no, I mean, if that you are a secret fan, just. Just stay silent. <laughs> <laughs> if you are a fan of Worst Bestsellers, release another book within two months. <laughs> Wink. Um, this is not in the order of things that we did, but it, I just have been thinking about it. Um, but one of the things that I thought was kind of cool, I mean, like, obviously, like, you shouldn't deify anything and you know, Nora does stuff in her books that, like, drives me crazy occasionally. Uh, We were talking to one of the people who works here, who I'm not going to name because privacy, Um, and they had told us that when they first started working for Nora, they had actually not read any of Nora's books, and they were very skeptical of her and her output, and you know, how... Similar to how we felt when we read our first Nora Roberts book. Yes, because we were talking about how, like, you know, we did this podcast and we hadn't expected to like it, and now we're, like, fans and all this stuff, and uh, this person said, like, yeah, like, before they started working for Nora, they were skeptical. They came here and they, like, saw her work ethic and started reading her books and, like, completely were completely converted, like, completely converted to a Nora fan after that. Like, you know, the books are, are good, that, like, you know, she really does put all this work in. She really is, like... Doing her own research. Yeah. Writing, you know, eight hours a day. Yeah. So that, I thought, was interesting to hear. Um, and interesting to pass on to all of you, who maybe are also skeptical of Nora. If you're skeptical of Nora and yet you've listened this far into the episode, I'm good for you. Yeah. <laughs> Respect. Th- thanks for being here with us. But virtually. also you're wrong. <laughs> get on get on. Oh, the yeah, open train. your open your heart. To our lady Nora Roberts. Yes. Please. Come under the parachute. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, what else did we do yesterday? Well we, we had the best pretzel, the best very pretzel of our entire lives True. at Dan's. At Dan's. Yeah, we went back to Dan's. So good. I'm we, still thinking about it. We played a round of our favorite board game, Wingspan. Yes, required. Also known as Birds, Birds, Birds. Also yes. Known as birds, Birds, Birds. Also known as In Birdsboro. <laughs> <laughs> um, which was, like, I, I had gone to the innkeeper and asked her, oh, we did the charcuterie. Of course. Of course. Yeah. Of course. Um... We we were the only people there for the wine and cheese hour, but that was fine because um, we ate a lot of cheese. I, I Caitlin, lactose intolerant, ate too much cheese. <laughs> <laughs> no regrets. <laughs> um, but we, we, I had gone up to the innkeeper and I was like, could we? 
there a table in the dining room to play a game? And she was like, yeah, of course. And like went over and it is very fun to me. Like I know that her job, I think we talked about this last time too, or earlier in what you've been listening to for us, it was over a day ago. Um, that like I know her job is like to do whatever we ask of her but like she like walked with me to the dining room sort of clearing one of the tables and I was like I can I can do that (laughs) and then like I picked up yeah I picked up one of the things to move and she was like oh thank you and I was like no thank you (laughs) thank you for everything you do Um, but yes, we did play a great round of birds where we had, it just like felt like we had some good cooperative powers. We had good, I. Okay, you got to play Brant. I got to play Brant. My favorite bird in the game. He's not as beautiful as the other birds, but his name is Brant. Yeah. Um. I got to play the Puffin. The Puffin's a good one. I had a bird with a cool power that I could play additional birds and I, so I like, I had so many birds on my board. I had almost a full board of birds, which I've never had before. Yeah. Hashtag goals. Yeah. Yeah, seriously. Full bird board. Yeah. But, I, got, I got my butt kicked points wise, but all my birds had the most cooperative power, so people were getting nectar for me left and right. Yes, yeah. it's true. It was very good. <laughs> all my birds were friends. Yeah. Kate, Everyone else's birds. Kate and I were in a nectar fight that she didn't know about, but I was fully aware of <laughs> By the way, Worst Best Sellers, again, not sponsored by Wingspan. But could be. Could be. Call us, Mr. Bird. (laughs) Ms. Bird, I know the game was designed by a woman. I'm so sorry. Which is, you know, I forgot about feminism. (laughs) Renat's taught us a lot about feminism this weekend. She's been very helpful. Identifying what is and is not feminism. <laughs> if my scream showed up on the recording, it's because, know that it's because I was laughing and I wanted to lean back with laughter and I forgot the shape of this chair. <laughs> and I leaned back like really far. <laughs> and that's not feminism. <laughs> yeah, we, we had dinner dance again. We, oh my God, the pretzel. It was so good. Legend, it was literally legendary. What if we, what if on the way out of town we're like, can we get pretzels to go? Yes. No, 100%. I'm there. Yeah. Pretzels. We should do it. I've been, I've like had a dream about that pretzel. Yeah. I know, because it's like, I'm not hungry for lunch. I know. But I will be hungry for pretzel in the future. Yeah. I cannot explain to you how big this pretzel is. It was like the size of a cake. Yeah. It, it came Cakes out. Cakes come in different sizes. <laughs> <laughs> it was there's one cake size. It was a pretzel size cake. It was a pretzel the size of a large cake, the size of a medium cake. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one cake size. <laughs> like, it was bigger than a dinner plate. A dinner plate's also come in different sizes. <laughs> and the, and the, the, like, we're talking about diameter of the pretzel, but then also the, of the whole pretzel, but then of the, like, how do I describe a pretzel? Sorry. It was really big. I'm going to say a word that you're all going to groan when I say it. The girth of this pretzel. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I would have said thickness. <laughs> it was bigger than a dick. <laughs> bigger than an average dick. Dicks come in different sizes. This is the problem of running. It was bigger than a dick that was the size of a medium boulder. <laughs> hey, you know how we can tell you the size of this pretzel? We'll post a picture of it. On the- <laughs> Nobody wants random pretzel pics showing up in their inbox. Uh, too bad. If you have subscribed to our Patreon, you have in the fine print it says yes. I agree to receive random girthy pretzel pics. Oh uh, yeah, so we ate a big pretzel, a big delicious pretzel. Yes, it was very good. Um, and then you may remember ten minutes ago listening to this episode because it's all one thing. <laughs> That Renata was talking about taking a shower in our multiple shower nozzle shower and said it was like having a massage by a dolphin. And I was skeptical at the time, but I was like, I do want to experience the literal six shower heads in the shower. 
So I took a shower and... And how would you describe it, Kate? Um, I, I would describe it as a beautiful high temperature massage by a dolphin. It was... Christine, Christine's about to leave. Um, <laughs> Christine, how would you describe it? I would describe it as uh, six high-power jets of water shooting at you while you stand under a rain head. Oh, so like... Uh, the jets are about the size of a pretzel. <laughs> <laughs> so six dolphins <laughs> giving you simultaneous massages while it rains on top of your head. Got yeah. it. Also, I want to be clear because off, off microphone, I was further talking about this because... One of you, I think it was Christine probably, but I don't want to falsely definitively attribute it to you. It was like, how would a dolphin do that? And to me, it was very clear when I said massage from a dolphin. What I meant was the the dolphin has, was using its blowhole to shoot water. <laughs> and that is where I realized that Renata has no idea how dolphins work. Um, I'm psychically connected to one, so actually I do. <laughs> Yeah, it's like having six dolphins that you're psychically attuned to <laughs> surrounding you. Please note that no dolphins were heard in the creation of this podcast. <laughs> um, and also, P.S., the dolphins smell like pomegranate. <laughs> or lavender and patchouli, depending on what we're My dolphins smell like <laughs> my, my dolphins smelled like nothing because I use unscented shower products. But, you know... Well, listen, in the even Rourke room, there's also a giant soaking bathtub. So what I did was I took a shower to try the dolphin massage, and then I took a bath because the bathtub is amazing. And when you're in one of the rooms here that has a bathtub, your your bath salts are also like in the custom scent. Um, so I definitely luxuriated in that. However, the tub, I feel like a dummy. I can't tell if the tub is too big because I'm like 5'5", five five, or if I'm just not used to such a luxurious tub. Could not figure out which way was supposed to be because it's shaped... Almost like an egg. So one end is like a little, more and the tapered. oval is like more tapered than the other. I couldn't figure out what side it was supposed to be on because both sides I couldn't like sit up. I had to like lay all the way down. So then, which once I figured that out was great because it was like a sensory deprivation chamber. <laughs> I was like floating in the water and that was very good. But it did take me like more time than I want to admit to figure out how to be in this tub. <laughs> it was like you were in the belly of a whale. Yes, essentially. We are all in the belly it. of the whale. Yeah, but especially if you have that tub. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, that's a joke from a local production of a Dave Malloy musical. Shocked. So it's maybe not the best audience, but hey. But your audience of me, I got it. Yeah. And that's and actually that's very sort of what I was putting down in the first place. Yeah. <laughs> for you to pick up. I did pick it up, thank you. It's because we're psychically attuned like a dolphin. Yes, like you would be to the dolphins that you're studying at your research facility. (laughs) Okay, I'm out. (laughs) I will say, though, for me, no ghost encounters. encounters. I really wanted to encounter especially the ghost cat, and I did not have any ghost encounters. Can I fit your sweater? Yeah. (laughs) But Uh, the inside is, it's hard to... Oh, the inside's soft. soft. Yeah, so it's nice. What if Madeline Lengel had a themed B&B and there was a dolphin room? <laughs> what is your obsession? We read we read a Madeline Lengel book about psychic dolphins. Okay, I understand, but then why is it continuing? Because that's, that's how my mind works. That's how dolphins worst bestsellers works. We have an inside joke and we just run with it for five plus years. The secret works, by the way. It works. <laughs> well, you... The secret works, and I'm now putting Madeline Lengel B&B on it. Yeah, on your vision board. Yeah, yeah. be careful, because Renata's vision board is very powerful. Yeah. So. Yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so after that, I think Nicole and Christine just crashed. Renata and I went to the library for a little while, and I was like, I'm going to read or write, and then I just did crossword puzzles, um, <laughs> which is neither that. of those things. It's reading and writing, yeah, <laughs> at the same time. That's yeah. fair. Um... Uh, and then, and then we went to bed. Yes. And then now it's the morning, and I want to talk about the teas because I earlier we talked about how each she room has to a dish. The tea. <laughs> I'm spilling tea, um, and then feeling really bad about it because the innkeeper has to clean up all the tea I spilled. <laughs> uh, so there's eight different teas, and I wanted to try all of them. I'm not necessarily the biggest 
tea enthusiast. It's not my go-to drink usually unless uh, I'm feeling sick or there's, you know, eight custom tea blends available to me for free at any time. And then I'm like, okay, let me try these. Um, let me, I took a photo. Let me read to you the descriptions, you the podcast, and then maybe we can talk about what everyone's favorite tea is. So, um, the Margaret and Percy room, which that we were in, our tea is the black pomegranate. Classic. Uh, the Even Rourke Room is just Irish breakfast tea. Don't just say just Irish breakfast tea. It's extremely Irish breakfast tea. <laughs> um, Elizabeth and Darcy is Earl Grey, so there's some kind of like... Vintage Earl Grey. Vintage Earl Grey, yeah. But basically some kind of like normie tea flavors. Um, they also have Lipton bags available. If you're a true normie. Uh, okay, and then Jane in Rochester has lemon chamomile, which I took some of that up to the library last night, and I drank my lemon chamomile tea while while reading in the library. It was cozy AF. Um, the Nick and Nora room is a lemon ginger snap. Uh, Titania and Oberon is called Midsummer's Night Tea, and it's kind of a tropical black tea blend with, uh, well, I'll get into it because it's my favorite one. Spoilers. <laughs> uh, the Penthouse has a champagne raspberry white tea. And the Wesleyan Buttercup Room is a honey almond tea. So, for me, I'm, I'm ready to go with my tea power rankings, I think. Okay. Um, least favorite, I think, was the Irish breakfast tea, which I really only took a sip of. But, again, I'm not, I'm not a big, like, black tea drinker. This was, I'm sure if you, I'll, I'll you know what? I'm going to let others speak to it. For me, least favorite. Um, Next, least favorite, I'm going to go lemon chamomile. I'm not a big chamomile tea person, but it, it did contribute to the cozy vibes. I'm glad I tried it. Um, then I'm going to go the Earl Grey. Again, I'm sure it's a perfectly caramel Earl Grey. It's not really my thing. Uh, lemon ginger snap was pretty good. So I'm putting that in the middle. Uh, I usually like a, a raspberry white tea. Kate says I over oversteeped it, so maybe that's why it's it's coming in a little lower. I'll put that one. Also, the water was too hot. Yeah, I fucked up the tea. <laughs> you know who the tea snob is. I'm um, not. Okay, we'll, we'll get to that. I'm I'm the tea. Of everyone of the four of us, you're the tea snob. I'm the tea lowbrow rascal. Uh, black pomegranate is coming in third. Coming in second, the Wesleyan Buttercup Honey Almond Tea. And my tea champion is the Titanian Oberon Midsummer Nights Tea, which is like a, a I think it was a black and green tea blend. Is that right? Is that what yeah. I mean? And then it was it had tropical flavors. It was like a pineapple, papaya, strawberry. It was it had everything that I liked. And that's my favorite of these eight teas that I tried. What about you guys? Um, so I didn't try all of them. I had like a sip of the, um, Irish breakfast, but I've had Irish breakfast before, so I was not, and I didn't try the Earl Grey. Um, I think my least favorite, the other ones, I liked all of them, probably with the exception of the honey almond, which I wanted to like, but I'm not... I don't really like the taste of almond, and there's just too much almond aftertaste for me. So that's yeah. probably my least favorite. Because almonds all. taste the way that turtles smell. Yes, of course. <laughs> um, so that's probably my least favorite. But all of the other ones, like, I would have a cup of given the chance. Yeah, for sure. Um, so I'd say next probably was the lemon chamomile, which was good as a solid chamomile. It tasted a little bit like lemon you know, into it if that's the vibe that you're going for, which I also had some in the library last night, so it was very cozy. Um, then the lemon ginger snap, which was good. I liked that one. Um, then probably the champagne raspberry white tea from the penthouse. That one was really good. Um, don't fuck it up, apparently. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm not, I'm not, like, a tea snob. Tea snob, I actually don't drink as much tea as my roommates do, but I, I am no You're enough. Tea aware. I'm tea aware, <laughs> and I also, and here's why I knew about the oversteeping or the overheating, the electric kettle that I have does have a list on it of how much you're supposed to boil certain types of tea for. So I do, every time I turn on my electric kettle, I do know, like, what temperature several teas are to be heated to. So that's, that's how I know that. 
Um, my second favorite was the Titania and Oberon Midsummer Nights tea, which is that tropical black and green tea, um, which I'm actually drinking right now because um, that was the last tea that I tried. And my favorite is actually the first tea that I tried and actually our room tea, which was the black pomegranate tea, um, which I, I really liked and I might buy some of across the street. Nice. Okay. I tried even fewer of the flavors than Kate did. Um, but let's see. So what did I do? I didn't drink any of the lemon ones. I didn't try the Earl Grey. Um, I'm not like a huge lemon in my tea fan. So that's why I didn't try. And I also am not a huge chamomile fan. So that's why I didn't try to make time to try those. Oh, I also didn't try the black pomegranate. Um, but yeah, the ones I tried, I would also agree like the Irish breakfast tea. It was good for an Irish breakfast tea, but it didn't taste anything like special to me. Um, and then I think probably, ooh, this is now it's a tough choice because I kind of really liked uh, the one. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think I have to say the Midsummer's Night Tea is then next because I liked it a lot. I'm just normally not like a fruit tea person, but it is very good. Like coming from me, a person who's not into fruit tea, I did actually really like it because basically I tried what four flavors. So <laughs> they're all pretty good. Um, and then I think I have to put the the penthouse, which is the champagne raspberry white tea, um, as my second choice because that I really like that one and I did not oversteep it. Sorry, Renata, to put you on blast. <laughs> <laughs> and, and what it was, by the way, was this morning I was like, we have to leave today. There's three ones I haven't tried. I'm just making. And so I came back and I just had like fistfuls of mugs and I just I put on the kettle and I made all the teas and then some of them I just took a couple sips of. And so I was not taking, I wasn't doing a whole tea ritual. I was just like, water, water, water. <laughs> and then I fucked up the raspberry tea. <laughs> it happened. Um, and then the top one. Reverse. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then the top one for me is also the honey almond tea because I do like almond. I thought the honey um, kind of tampered the almond enough for me too that it wasn't just like a nutty tea. Um, but yeah. But really those top like, three of the four or whatever are, are very good and I don't yeah. think you can go wrong with any of them. I only tried three teas. I tried the <laughs> honey. just going lower and lower. The honey almond, the vintage Earl Grey, and the Irish breakfast and I enjoyed them in that order. Uh, they all tasted like uh, hot brown water but the honey almond tasted like the best hot brown water. <laughs> but I drank more of the vintage Earl Grey just because that's usually what I drink and I can tell you it was uh, a delicious hot brown water. <laughs> so that's my strong recommendation there. Yeah, so Christine is actually the the tea chaotic one here because she she drinks Earl Grey normally but doesn't taste I, any of the like bergamot or anything that's usually in Earl Grey. I just, <laughs> just like a warm liquid that's not hot water. So uh, yeah, drink. so you would think she drinks like an English breakfast or something that's literally hot brown water, and instead she drinks Earl Grey as her standard tea, but then is like, it just tastes like brown water, which I'm, is not true. I'm fancy as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe take her rankings with a grain of salt. <laughs> um, but also don't put salt in tea, I don't No, think. you should put it in coffee, apparently. Yeah, I did learn that recently. You know what? I We can't get into it. <laughs> 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 We're trying to keep these to be just a little episode. Yeah, this is already over an hour. Um, it's fine. We um, break it into two parts. We so that was breakfast. Then we came up. And then we came and recorded a podcast. Yeah, and now we're going to be leaving. Now we're going to re everything we just talked about. <laughs> and you're stuck in the time loop. <laughs> oh my god, it's ten forty three. We have to check out in fifteen minutes. <laughs> Fuck, I don't want to. I know it. It's I don't want to go. We already are planning on coming back. What rooms we're going to stay in? <laughs> um. Okay. Well, we gotta go. Literally, um, <laughs> we have to leave the premises. 1,000% recommend coming here it's if great. you can. It's, it's such a great experience. Yes. Yes. It's beautiful. It's relaxing. Everything smells good. Yep. Mm. Everything tastes good. Everything, yeah. yeah. Yes. Shout out to the, the cooks. The breakfasts were incredible. So good. They also let us have whatever eggs we wanted, and we were all very obnoxious in our egg choices. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we were 
wasn't that obnoxious. We just all wanted different things. Like, if we had all wanted scrambled or something, but, like, you know, over easy, over medium. We like scrambled. to offer a challenge to our cooks, yeah. which I think they appreciate. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it was it was wonderful. We recommend you coming here. Any other last words? Nope. Nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Bye. Bye. Bye.